Hey, in the wake of everything that happened in Substack where they decided to be a weird home for white nationalists, I had already recorded episodes for the old podcast, I Just Want to Talk to Friends. Because of that, they are now getting uploaded under the new rebrand of the show called Casual Yelling. So you're going to hear me say I Just Want to Talk to Friends a few times. Ignore it. This is all part of Casual Yelling. These episodes have not aired yet. Uh, And with that, let's just get into the show. Welcome to I Just Want to Talk to Friends, a show about existential dread, uh, trauma, and grief. Kind of about that. I don't know. I'm Matt Elfring. Phil. Phil, thank you. Uh, I have two returning champions for this week's special episode called Movie Mayhem. Once again, Serpentico is flexing. <laughs> always. I'm always going to flex whenever uh, I'm considered a champion, so thank you very Hello. much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, one of my closest friends in the world, Chris Hayner, is also flexing and giving That's a right. weird smile. I'm a professional wrestler too. Professional uh, flexor. There you go. I'm right. wearing a Simon Phoenix shirt. <laughs> I'm, wearing covering a sno- t- <laughs> I'm wearing Snoop Dogg. <laughs> nice. There you go. Uh, I have a uh, Escape from Alcatraz shirt. You know. Yeah. We're all wearing. It's I a love good shirt day. Good shirt. I love Alcatraz. I've been oh, to Alcatraz. Oh, so cool. I remember when I went as an adult, like I went as a kid, like there was like the little, I lived outside of San Francisco. So we had the little kid field trip. Mm-hmm. Don't remember much of that. Of remember going back as an adult and being like, oh my God, the Tony Hawk pro skater level yeah. was right. It's exactly <laughs> like this. Uh, I I was, I, I went uh, earlier this year uh, during one of our pay-per-views in San, in, uh, yeah, in San Francisco. And uh, I remember like getting the tour and then going out to like their play yard and just yeah. being completely so out of touch like there's a nice sunset a big player i'm like oh this is kind of nice and then realize like, this is like I'm a hotel a i'm in a prison yeah not nice at all i mean the <laughs> view's nice. great the view's fantastic <laughs> oh you were there it was you guys you guys played the cow palace right yes oh my first metallica show is at the cow palace <laughs> what a time oh. let's, uh, let's do things backwards this week uh okay we're gonna start with plugs right off the bat because heck okay. yeah yeah let's start with plugs serpentico plug your things um i mean you know uh just dynamite rampage collision ring of honor you know when to tune in for those we tweet them out all the time so please tune in and support the entire roster who works very very hard for your entertainment that's You're all I pointing get. so hard right now <laughs> i'm a very oh uh i i do like i want to thank you guys for not inviting nyla to to this specific podcast here's the thing I appreciate it i oh, think it'd be awkward five minutes from now I sent a DM to Nyla and she has yet to respond. So there you go. See, that's a classic she, rose. She, she misses out. She yeah. misses out. Uh, Chrissy Hayner, please plug your things. Uh, this is awkward. I'm here to plug my professional wrestling promotion, uh, the National <laughs> Wrestling Alliance. Wait, did you buy it for Billy Corgan? I'm sorry, William yeah. Patrick Corgan? I've decided that we're going to add three more R's to the word power and call it a day. Thank no. you. There you go. Um, uh, you look big kid podcasts. It's at big kid pod on YouTube. It's big kid podcast on all the things. Uh, I just talk to people about stuff and sometimes I talk to myself about stuff. Yeah. Uh, we have to record actually Matt, my holiday special here soon. Me, you and my partner, Nikki are watching the nightmare before Christmas, a movie I have never seen. Oh, that's right. I've never seen this. this movie before. What? I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. So but when I was young and it came out, 
uh, we were poor, so I had to pick my going to the movies very carefully. Fair. Uh, Fair. As we got old, every nobody, everybody wouldn't stop talking about how amazing this movie was, and like that's enough to drive me away from a movie. Yeah, but I. I am a Disneyland fan. I am a California boy. Disneyland is my home and native land. I love it to death. However, every year in September, they close the Haunted Mansion and turn it into Tim Burton's kooky Christmas trip. And that means I have to go on a Christmas ride on Halloween. And that's nonsense. And that made me hate Nightmare Before Christmas. So I still haven't seen it. That's, and I then we were talking, totally, we did a, yeah. yeah, we did a, we did a horror movies episode of my pod uh, earlier this year in which I revealed to Matt that I had never seen it. And we just decided on the spot. Yeah, we're going to fix that. Yeah, and nice. then I got a, and uh, many thank yous to the good people at whoever uh, sent me the long list of digital codes. I now have a copy of the nightmare before Christmas, so I don't have to actually pay for it. There you go. Hey, editor Matt here. I'm just going to, there's a bunch of plugs for things that don't exist. So I'm now going to plug where I actually am. This show is called casual yelling. Please rate it and review it on Apple podcasts and subscribe to all the places where you can find it. It is hosted on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash users forward slash. I'm Matt Elfring. Just search for I'm Matt Elfring Patreon. You'll find it. A lot of the old podcast episodes are being uploaded there. Some of my old writing pieces are being uploaded there as well. So you can find a lot of the Substack stuff on Patreon now. I'm still writing new things. I ranked every Hives album for way too many words. I'm writing about me messing with scammers, which is one of my favorite things to do online. Lots of fun new stuff coming up. There's obviously the spinoff podcasts, one of which is called I Read, which did debut on Substack, but I put those episodes for free on the Patreon. This is also called Movie Mayhem. It's part of Casual Yelling. This is the first episode. There's going to be more episodes, probably with Serpentico and Chris Ainer. I don't know. Not all the plans have been made. And finally, there is a paid subscriber spinoff of Casual Yelling. It doesn't have a title yet, but it is Chris Hainer and myself doing something very, very fun that I do in normal life that I've already mentioned. So get back, get back to the show. Back to the show. Also, it's launched now. I am producing a podcast called Gifted Kid Messy Adult, a show about neurodiversity where the hosts Jessica Michaels and Ellie Michaels discuss uh, living with uh, ADHD, uh, autism as an adult, and it's kind of like an explainer for what neurodiversity is and everything that kind of goes along with it. I'm on one episode talking about epilepsy, so you should link me to that so I can pass it along Nikki's way. It launches, uh, this is in the past, or this is in the future that this is coming out, but it, it launches oh. next week with it, just the trailer. Oh, so this whole podcast is a lie. Well, kind of, but I've been working uh, on this show for like a month. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, this is a movie mayhem episode, which I just made up before we started. Nice. Are, yeah, look at that. I it's, love It's good. Matt, nice. I love that. <laughs> movie That's fantastic. Mayhem. We're oh, before about... we get before wait, before oh, wait, we get hold to on, be, hold on. Curse am I allowed? To, am I allowed to curse, or should I censor myself? So many people have cursed on this show, so okay. whatever. I don't remember. My first episode was a long time ago, and we were both in really unhappy places. Yeah. So this is a big change, but uh, I do see <laughs> the words. I see the word asshole a few times in my notes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah. I want to, Chris. I'm going to blow your mind for a second. Uh, also. Maybe Serpentico goes, oh, wait, there was something else I wanted to do really, really quick. For some reason, wrestling news sites listen to this podcast. I'm going to say, 
there is no wrestling news here, but I'm going to give you one piece of information. Lots of people talk about Mount Rushmore's of things. Serpentico, Ooh. what is your Mount Rushmore of Mount Rushmore's? Ooh, uh, man. Do I get to answer this too? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, I, I am a big proponent of um, uh, uh, Mount Fuji. Okay. Uh, always nice in pictures. I've never visited myself, but it's fantastic. Um, uh, the Mount Rushmore, you know, yeah. the Mount yeah. Rushmore yes. is pretty up there. Yeah. Um, that's the only two mounts I really know. I don't, you know, that's uh, what type of mounts are like, like horses? Or... I, I don't know. Like, this is, I, this is only you. for wrestling news sites that really want to get the deets. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you what, Matt. I know, I know the answer to this question. Obviously, okay. okay. Uh, my Mount, Ru- my Mount Rushmore of Mount Rushmores is clearly okay. the Mount Rushmore of pizza toppings. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. The Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling managers. I care. Mm-hmm. I like. I like managers. I love managers. That would be actually uh, a very good one. Yeah. The Mount Rushmore of U two concerts I've been to. Okay. Uh, the George Washington obviously is three sixty tour the final show in canada and lastly like the president huh like the president george washington yeah like so if mount rushmore has george washington's (laughs) face on it it. on my mount rushmore of u2 (laughs) concerts i've been to the george washington would be the final show on the 360 tour got it okay i it's very confused for a second I thought there was a band called George Washington. All right, that's pretty, pretty cool. cool. <laughs> and then honestly, it's the Mount the Mount Rushmore of Weird Al Yankovic songs. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Oh, uh, 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 which one is your George Washington of that? Oh my God, Dog Eat Dog. My Thomas Jefferson though is Albuquerque. <laughs> okay, is Thomas Jefferson on the Mount Rush- Mount Rushmore. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I'll be honest with you. I don't know if George Washington is on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I believe I believe it's him, Lincoln, Teddy Roosevelt, and maybe Jefferson. Okay. Oh man. Probably Sting. Sting's it's on it. Probably. Sting. The music. The music of Sting. The, the music of Sting. Not yes. the wrestler. Not Mr. <laughs> no, but the, no, but no. Did you know Sting? The, it's Sting the wrestler's albums. He has a lot of them. They're just yes. released in very specific markets. Correct. Um, my Mount Rushmore of Mount Rushmores is Mount Rushmore four times. Oh wow! Yeah, Mount like in different Rush years. Reception, just like the same year. Which which of your Mount Rushmores is the one from National Treasure Two Book of Secrets when they actually go hunting and and find like the special cave inside of Mount Rushmore? Oh, that's up George Washington's nose, I believe. So that's okay. that's one. Wow, and four. Also, I'm gonna be honest. I'm dis- yeah. We're talking about blank check. I'm disappointed that none of us picked Mount Richmore. The Richie Rich <laughs> yeah. Matt Rushmore okay. from the Richie yeah. Rich movie starring Macaulay Culkin. Uh, that's from my segment called Enjoy Wrestling News Sites. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing else yeah. is discussed wrestling. We're talking about the movie Blank Check. I'm about to blow Chris's mind, possibly uh, Serpentico here. Okay. This came out February 11th, 1994, directed by Rupert uh, Wainwright. Mm-hmm. Chris Serpentico. He is also the director of MC Hammer's Too Legit to Quit music video, which is 14 minutes long. Chris and I covered Wait, it. Wait, on the my one you made me talk about? The one I made you watch an hour on, and a half. Uh, podcast Killed the Video Star, the show I used to run. That was a beautiful piece of art. It Hold is, on. This, this music video is 14 minutes long? 
14 minutes long. It's about hammer quitting music and all the celebrities are upset. Who does he think he is? Michael Jackson? Come on. Once upon a time, MC for about five minutes, MC hammer had the sort of cachet to pull off a 14 minute minute music video. Yes. Very true. But 14 minutes is a long time to sing about any one thing. But also it's a, (laughs) it's a long time for like, not even his top song. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what can you possibly sing about 14 minutes straight? <laughs> I don't... Uh, being too legit to quit, even though it's about him quitting. <laughs> <laughs> isn't, right. isn't the ghost of James Brown in that song or something? Uh, no, James Brown James Brown is still alive and does a literal passing of the torch to MC Hammer. Oh, that's right. Yes. I'm going to have to check this out. I don't it's have so any good. recollection of this 14-minute long odyssey of a video. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I huh. want to mention that... Uh, prior to blank check one week prior ace ventura was released so uh, the first one the first one yeah oh yeah. wow that is wow that really reframes a lot of how i viewed the comedy of this movie it uh, sure does yes <laughs> holy cow uh, a little background on just kind of the movie it takes place in hillsdale indiana uh in real life it's an unincorporated community in central west indiana i do not know the population it is small very small town it has two north and south roads and then first through third streets. I checked on Google Maps. It has one temporary closed bar, a fire station, maybe Ooh. 30 houses. It's roughly 50 miles west of Indianapolis. There you go. Now we know where it Sounds takes like place. Sounds like a place. I, I hang out there for a few minutes. I to- I completely understand why the weirdo uh, m- mafia guy. Ish. <laughs> like the guy who's like, I've running things here in tiny Indiana. <laughs> what? We're talking about escaped convict uh, Carl Quigley, played by Miguel Furrier. Uh, it opens with him like just running down a wet train track. Such a dramatic intro for a kid's movie, I guess. Right? Look, so there, are, there, there is a there is a shocking number of things in this movie that do not belong in a kid's. That's movie. very true. So when um, this but, movie opened, yeah. this movie opened. Uh, uh, number one, my little anecdote that I wanted to mention before we started this uh, discussion about this movie. Uh, I was in Canada all week and, you know, so, some uh, internet providers blocked certain uh, movies and TV shows, depending on what country you're at. I didn't have a B- VPN with me handy, so I couldn't check the movie out while I was in Canada. So I watched it last night when I landed. Um, and for some reason, uh, I, I played the movie and I, 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 I hit play and I'm just kind of like in and out and I'm waiting for the movie to start. And uh, it, I, I started watching. Instead of picking this movie, I picked Dunson checks in for some reason. <laughs> so there's a big yeah. hotel, a fancy hotel, and a a, a a thief monkey. And I'm looking, I'm trying to trying to figure out why am I watching this? Like maybe this is the movie they wanted me to watch. And I check my email. I'm like, no, no, it, I was correct the first time. But I clicked on Dunson checks in for some reason. So I watched half an hour of that before I actually sat down and started watching this fugitive run away from. A train, something. He yeah. was a victim. Like he had the yellow, the orange jumpsuit on. So like yeah. he left prison. We're, we're I guess assuming we can. It's yeah. we can only speculate on where this man is from. And I'm assuming he escaped from prison. You don't think he was let go in the middle of the night while it's raining? Where <laughs> <laughs> do you go? We don't I have just, clothes for you. Take your orange yeah. jumpsuit. <laughs> I'm just glad that someone brought up Dunstan checks in. That movie taught me what kleptomania means. <laughs> That's the that's next the movie old, we're doing. That's the next one that's we should the, check out. That's guess literally what? the only thing I remember about Dunstan checks in is the monkey was a thief. Yes. And the word kleptomaniac is used yes. at some point. It is also 379 on Amazon Prime, which how I know Hell because yeah. I clicked on it to watch it. 
<laughs> before realizing it was the wrong movie. <laughs> Don't uh, worry, Matt can reimburse you for that. Perfect. I can? I can? Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> this guy goes into a warehouse. There's blowtorches, fences, a welding mask, apparently. And what he grabs a briefcase full of money and then kisses the money. That is your opening. The entire opening. Does this not feel like it could also be the opening of like a late 90s John Woo film? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. setting up the bad guy and the money, like cut to the next scene, like and, Jackie Chan, like and, flying spin <laughs> kicks into frame. And I know we're supposed to uh, fill in our uh, the context ourselves after watching, you know, Please this do. man run by train tracks while it's raining in the middle of the night. And he happens to know where this warehouse is and where this briefcase is and where what's inside of it. But uh, how did I don't know? I'm not, I'm not very good navigator when it comes to you know leaving my house and finding places. Uh, this man showed up on foot to a specific oh, warehouse and found a specific briefcase. How does he do this? He's probably been locked up for a little bit, right? It hasn't been a week, right? I can assume it's probably, I would think, maybe a few months, maybe a year, depending on what he did to get there. I would also argue to strengthen your point, it's not as if he has a cell phone with Google Maps in it or something. Right. It was the 90s. He, he just has, has a map good quest memory. He had the map like, quest. I only, knew, I only knew how to find stuff based on like what side of the road I'm used to it being on from my bike. <laughs> right. Let's get to uh, uh, Preston Waters, the Waters family. Uh, oh, this dog. This yeah, family. this is where it gets like super. This is where this this sets the tone for the movie. Uh, Preston is played by Brian Boz, Bosel. Um, he's preparing a speech to give to his dad about his brothers Damien and Ralph having their own rooms, but they're taking over his room as well. They kick him out of his own room so his brothers can have hand and foot <laughs> industries. What is that? They, they never do. explain what hand and foot means. They just do their stupid handshake while they dance in circles around the room. And the dad's like, ah, oh, capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> These are the 90s. This must make sense. Sure. Well, according <laughs> to the back of their shirt, they do odd jobs. What does well, that as, mean? Well, to be fair, we see we see them doing some odd jobs late in the film, yes. which you know I'm assuming we'll get to. But like, why do they need a separate room to do any of this in? That's two computers, I guess. Yeah, two, two computers. computers. They're yeah. not doing anything. They're just dumb kids who are mowing <laughs> lawns. Like they needed also, room for their compact presario, you know. Yes, <laughs> very like, big, like very big and bulky. The, the dad is clearly like a a horrible yuppie raising like super shitty Republican children who are going to <laughs> rule the world one day. By, by the way, and uh, the, da the dad in this film has never aged. He still looks the same today. He yep. does. Yep. <laughs> I, I want to sure make a couple uh, that's uh, James Rimhorn. I, I want to make note of a couple items in Preston's room because I found okay. myself rewinding to look at it. <laughs> he has a ha hand drawn picture of America with Cuba about 10 sizes, 10 uh, sizes too big. And Puerto Rico is just a big square. Just in the middle of the Gulf. <laughs> I even know I'm from there and even notice that. <laughs> yeah. uh, next to that is a hand drawn picture of a globe. And then below that hand-drawn picture of a globe is a real globe. Preston loves Earth. It maybe maybe Preston's like an aspiring cartographer. Maybe he I, wants yeah. to draw maps. He clearly wants to set sail uh, to uncharted I, waters without a GPS and see what happens. 
I choose to believe that this was a subplot removed from the film for the running. Time. Maybe there was a sequel planned and the movie didn't do too good. We don't know. We don't the sequel know. is him just sailing in the Gulf of Mexico, <laughs> trying to find Cuba and Puerto Rico and being yeah. so off. <laughs> Also, also, the, like as as Preston's questioning his dad about this, about like why this is happening to him specifically, the dad says something that blows my mind, and yes. I wrote this quote down: "They have jobs and they learn to save. They do not have jobs. They don't actually have a company. Their job doesn't exist. You gave them my room. They stole the money from me, and you just <laughs> offered them more money. They literally robbed my piggy bank. You're like, hey guys, what twenty bucks? Get out of here." <laughs> And his dad says to Preston, at his age, he had his own business, uh, cleaning wheels. <laughs> just cleaning wheels. What wheels? Cleaning wheels. Like tires That's, on cars? He just cleaning he, wheels. Is that an LLC? Cleaning wheels LLC? Is yep. that like... <laughs> also, the debt, like, the Preston, like, at, like, the... the it's almost as if there's just a but there's a as, as if there is definitely way too much stuff happening in like the first 10 minutes of this movie yeah as they try to set up what a horrible life preston has <laughs> his parents send him to a theme park birthday party with no money with butch who is the meanest kid in the world <laughs> i didn't i also didn't see like a present so they sent him to this birthday party without a present i'm assuming and he had three dollars in his pocket six dollars he had six dollars oh, in his okay. pocket, that's, that's but like, weird. wasn't the first, the like, the only ride he wanted to go on seven tickets? Uh, that okay. was the uh, the Rattler roller coaster, and it cost each each dollar is a token. So this theme park yeah. is already wildly wild. We'll, we'll just say that. Yeah. Um, he goes on a uh, a carousel, and then yeah. an air, and yes. before that, an airplane carousel. So he's already spent. I'm going to assume four or five yeah. tokens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, turn around and go home you're done that's what are you gonna do <laughs> i'm assuming that cotton candy cost <laughs> run away i'm going yeah to run away from run home away. please yeah like you why don't would you go to your there. bully's birthday party <laughs> well you know uh, internet was very scarce back then. so what are, you, what are you gonna do there's no internet like i don't know just hang out in the park with with your worst enemy that's <laughs> what i do i mean no for the wall this is what we do now here <laughs> i went to an, a, a bully's birthday party in elementary school why why? I don't know. I feel like it, there was just this weird social conditioning where everyone went to everybody's Had birthday to party <laughs> in like the late 80s, early 90s, because it was just like, A, when you're a parent, anything that makes your kid leave the house for more than 45 minutes is a godsend, I'm assuming. Um, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love my son. That's I love fair. him so much. That's fair. And B and B, like it's just part of the social contract of like being a kid in that era. Like, I had my girl. Like, we all had. I'm assuming we all had our group of friends. I had my group yep. of friends that were the ones I hung out with every single day. But then there yeah. was also the larger school group. It was like, oh man, Robert has a birthday party. It, like my buddy Robert lived across the street. Had a, his birthday party was the his birthday was the second week of June. So his birthday party was always the first weekend of summer break. And it was like a huge deal because all the kids went because it was like the first big party of summer break. And it was usually like the community pool. So like, you know, that was not unrealistic to me. What was unrealistic was literally everything else about this movie. Because yeah. <laughs> we go back to the house uh, for dinner and, uh, Fred Preston's father gave him $6 to go to the amusement park. But then in during that dinner, Fred offers 
Ralph and Damien money to go out and do whatever they want. We we skipped over the part where Preston makes this like text to speech thing where they say he says uh, Damien and Ralph sleep butt to face, butt to face, butt to face, but which is impossible. To face, butt to face, <laughs> butt to face. So Preston gets a blank check from his grandmother for his birthday. And his Wait, why is it impossible? You can't sleep butt to face. Absolutely, you can. Not two people. O- only one person can. Yes, I'm assuming the other person, if you have. If you have three, I mean, I can, I can turn one way. Circle like, it's, it's, yeah, you got a cir- like, It's a big circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, you I guess you're right. Movie, right. I don't know. <laughs> you guys, you're right. Okay, I take. Unless it you can, unless you can bend your back all the way and also turn yeah. your head 180 degrees. Yeah, and yeah, then it's like, a different. If, uh, then it's a horror movie, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at that point, it's The Exorcist. <laughs> Honestly, if with just a slightly different tone, this is a horror movie. (laughs) It's wildly inappropriate already. Uh, He gets a blank check for $11. or His father fills it out for $11. Preston goes to the computer and figures out how long it would take to make a million based (laughs) on 3.45 interest. Yeah. 300 some thousand years. 356,000 years or something. Here's the thing. I did the math. I did the math. It would take oh, 337 years to reach a million based off of $11, no inflation, but 3.45 no, okay. interest. Man, I really wish I would have known about this like when I was a kid. I'd be rolling <laughs> in money by now. I mean, by, yeah. a, by 100 years, it's only $326. I, I also wrote this down. It only took it. eight minutes that, for them to say the words blank check in the movie. <laughs> it says <laughs> so much. It's, yes. my fa- it's my favorite thing, but also... It's just so ridiculous. So I do. I I, I saw this movie when I was a kid. So same. I, I mem- same. My memory was hazy when uh, rewatching it last night. And uh, when the the blank check showed up, I'm like, oh, this is that was quick. Okay, no, this is this is the start of the plot. <laughs> There's a blank. Ch- okay, he, he gets. We got it. now. That's it. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. grandma. Eight, eight minutes in. Yeah, you bankrupt your grandma. Yes. So what? I, that's what I want to see. <laughs> Uh, Preston decides to make a birthday wish list because his birthday's on Friday. It's coming up on Friday. He should have made the wish list way before now. He should have. Uh, Number one is to have his brothers knocked off. So he wants his brothers murdered. So, okay. So, yeah. So the the wording is very interesting. Yes. (laughs) Knocked off as in like someone clonk him on the head or, you know, knocked off as in. (laughs) And for those, you know. It's not a video uh, podcast, but I did the hanging thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he wants to murder his. Okay, see, it is a horror movie. He wants to yes, murder. His, yeah. He wants to murder his 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 brothers. That's wild. This uh, kid's what seven? He's twelve. I think he's about oh. twelve. Is what I'm. Guessing. Okay, then yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number two is a house. He fills out three and four later, but number two house. Just I like that. House. He has he has his priorities straight. Murder then home. I like it. Uh, we get a bit of uh, backstory on Quigley at this point. Uh, we're introduced to Biederman, which is played by Michael Lerner who apparently testified against him in court and is also the president of a bank, you know, president of a bank. <laughs> banks, have pre- banks have presidents, I think. Do don't they? they? I mean, I don't think they're elected. Like an <laughs> yeah, American it's president. not a democracy, right? No, the, like, the head of, there and go, yeah, okay, I, th- I like him. <laughs> I think it's probably less of a thing now. Well, no, it's honestly, because like banks are more, I feel like banks are more corporately owned and franchised yeah. at this point. But like I re- like I remember hearing the words pres like president of a bank many many times throughout my life. Okay, all right, I'll take maybe. It. I could be wrong. 
uh, quickly needs one million dollars laundered. Uh, they Peter. Uh, oh, you got, you're supposed to do. You're supposed to do yeah, one yeah, yeah, million dollars. We're all doing the pinky to the mouth. <laughs> yeah, we're all Doctor Evil today. Uh, they're gonna launder the money, but Quigley's not gonna pick it up. His friend Juice is going to do it. <laughs> okay. <nickname>. First of all, <laughs> I have so many thoughts. Yeah. I feel like hearing the name Juice and knowing this movie was made in 1994, mm -hmm. you know Tone Loke is going to play Juice. <laughs> there is literally no one else on the planet that could play Juice but Tone Loke. I think Sinbad could be a, a decent second place for the time period. I feel like Sinbad isn't hard enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got Sinbad, a, a third, a third Sinbad option, had like a TGIF sitcom. Uh, Serpentico, what's your third option? My third option, uh, seeing that the, you know uh, you mentioned wrestling uh, uh, websites uh, tune into podcasts like these. Uh, I think Juice Robinson would have been great in this role. Just oh, there's wacky, a, there's the scoop. Just wacky hair, Juice Robinson going for a million dollars and not finding it's great. <laughs> I uh, I want to have him ad lib the entire movie. No script for it. he just ad libs the I'm entire. I'm pretty time. sure Tone Loke ad libbed every line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining Juice Robinson constantly screaming about the Bang Bang Gang and everyone being like, <laughs> yeah. "What are you talking about? You don't have a gun." <laughs> a time traveling Juice Robinson. <laughs> Searching for one million dollars—the most amount of money a twelve-year-old could think of. <laughs> yeah, but also coincidentally, how much money—the most amount of money a criminal, a criminal will by have, the yes. criminal who escaped prison. And by the way, nobody really at this moment—we don't know if anyone's looking for him. If this oh, is a problem, no this he just found a suit and now he's—you know—he looks nice and all. You know, I don't know. He's got a fancy suit on, and also like if they would just cut to a TV saying like. This guy escaped prison. Something. But clearly in the 90s, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> no, Instead, um, he just walks right into a very busy bank. Yes. Yeah, no one that, notices that, him. That probably is monitored, you know, and, and has security. And, Honestly, I don't know. He, does, yeah. he does dozens of things throughout this movie that would draw the attention of literally any police officer on the planet. <laughs> or the and, FBI, which is already yeah. implanted at that bank. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay, so yeah, let's yeah. so as evil McEvil is leaving, he accidentally almost then, murders Preston then. accidentally. No, uh, we're, no, we're I'm we're jumping forward too quick. I want to point something out. Okay, we're go introduced ahead. Introduced to uh Shay, played by Karen Duffy, everyone's crush in 1994. Mm. It's still probably my crush. Yeah, I read I read up on I read up on Karen Duffy. Good for her, man. She's done some good, she's done some good in this world. That's, you know, that's, it's good to hear. Um, but Shay is a, I want to point this out as Preston walks into the bank. There are so many flyers announcing that Shay works at the bank now. Like it's a big deal. Maybe she's like a hot rookie signing. But she's part of the, the FBI. <laughs> well, right. But like in the cup, have you ever seen Blue Streak with Martin Lawrence? Have I seen it more than 10 times? Yes. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> maybe this is like a Blue Streak Martin Lawrence situation where they're setting her up with like a champion's introduction. I'm into that. I'll take to it. Make the, to make people at the bank be like, oh my God, did you hear the what, Shay? Was she the top prospect at Banking Academy? Is, <laughs> yeah, that, banking, what, is that what we're saying? Yeah, banking Academy. <laughs> she, she was the top prospect. So, yeah. she, played, <laughs> she played shortstop at Money U. <laughs> and they sent her to Indiana. Yeah. 
big money market, you know? That is the biggest money well, market. Well, evidently, that's where all the criminals go to get a million dollars. A million dollars, yes. Uh, so, go. what happens next? Uh, where do we love him? Sorry, what was, uh, what was the last thing we did? Preston meeting Shay for the first time and not being able to open an account because he has only $11. Oh, then, you know, 200. Yes, of course. Then uh, he uh, leaves the bank all sad and, you know, childlike, you know, gets on his bike. And lo and behold, what happens? Quigley runs over his bike. He runs over his his one bike. This child has it so bad. He has terrible father, terrible brothers. Now his one solitary You know what? His mom sucks too. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I forgot my favorite line of the movie. Um, so when they're setting the computers up, his father says, "This can make uh, this can teach you how to do everything except make love to a woman." In front of his wild, kids. what and, a, this is a kids movie. And what his mother says is, "Now I know what to get your dad for Christmas." In front of her three boys. <laughs> wow. Uh, th- by the way, this is this movie's on Disney Plus. Yes, <laughs> which is wild that. This is happening. <laughs> um, they wouldn't uh, yeah, even and... make the they wouldn't even make the Lizzie McGuire show for Disney oh. Plus. Which is what <laughs> yeah. this is on Disney Plus. Uh quickly writes uh Preston a uh, blank check because Butch is there. Ah, no, 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 no. He doesn't even write him a blank check. He literally just signs a check. He doesn't fill out the just, two, he doesn't yeah, fill he out the gives no. him a check. He doesn't yeah. write by the way, it's for this stupid <laughs> fucking bike for that I ran over. Twelve dollar like, bike that I nothing. ran over. <laughs> he puts his autograph on a blank check, and he's like, "I don't know. Let your dad figure it out." <laughs> Which, for someone who you know clearly cares about money, you know, this man went to launder a million dollars. Why would he give anybody, let alone a child, a check? You know, just a blank. I know he didn't want to raise suspicion because he's a fugitive, which yeah. is the first time they allude to him. You know being worried that he's out free somewhere they show a cop car and he's just like oh yeah. oh no <laughs> they finally caught on to me like you walked in the bank like you own the place <laughs> also it's hilarious to note that by the end of the movie the police still are not on to him not it's... at all he <laughs> self-incriminates himself yes! like oh you, oh, yeah. you back to jail I'm like oh, <laughs> oh the cops damn. never they never connect quigley uh, to being the guy that escaped jail, he the goes fugitive. to prison for a different reason. <laughs> I would imagine that the the uh, yeah, I've never been to I've never been in prisons, but when you intake the prisoner, they go, "Oh, this is the dude that escaped a month ago. That's we got him, guys. We That's did it. <laughs> you changed your name to Mister Macintosh. That's curious. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Preston <laughs> writes uh, the check for himself uh, for a million dollars because why not? Yeah. But by the way, may, may I interject? Uh, Please he do. does this on his, you know, 1992 era compact Presario Macintosh thing, right? Yeah. And he perfectly aligns his text to the blank yeah. checks line, which He's I can't do good. to this day. No, I yeah, try to no. fill out forms on my phone and, and everything just moves around as if it was like an earthquake in my phone. Yeah. So this kid is clearly a, a techni- technological genius. Good for him. Well, he can make the computer say butt to face a bunch. Butt to face, butt or, to face. Or, you know, make offers on houses. Oh, that's another yeah. thing that I have a bone to pick with this movie. All right. Yeah. Let's we get to that. that. It's a cat. Let's yeah, get okay. to that. First, bef- right before we get to that, I just want to take the moment to question the room. If you were the president of a bank, 
Yeah. In what world would you assume that the criminal sent an eight-year-old <laughs> to pick up a million dollars? Because you literally he... said the name of the person that's supposed to pick it up. You said the name Juice, and he's like, no, thank you. And he's like, genius. <laughs> what? Uh, what are you uh, talking about? Uh, also, uh, this, the president, uh, Mr. President of this bank, uh, uh, very cartoonishly keeps the money in his office on a wall safe right behind him. Yep. <laughs> Just he turns around. Oh, there it is. This is all where all the money of the bank. is. He didn't have all, to move a painting from all, in front of it. He didn't have to open a Indiana secret door is panel. behind his head in his office. All the money in Indiana is right there. Just, <laughs> just hanging out. We're we're also missing the fact that Tone Loke uh, eventually enters and is just checking out hey, every it's woman. Hey, it's Juice, man. <laughs> Look at this I'm lady juice. walking past me. Oh my god! Give me the money. <laughs> is that Karen Duffy? <laughs> Again on Disney Plus. <laughs> uh, but he but Quigley and Preston using the uh, text to speech program are in a bidding war for a house, a castle. That starts at one hundred and twenty or one hundred sixty thousand dollars, okay. which is about the price I paid for my house that I live in. It, um, this makes me so angry. So this angry. is where the movie begins falling apart. A million dollars should not last this kid more than a day. Well, now, <laughs> no, 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 no. He bought a literal castle. Yes, and his overpaying, egregiously for was offering three hundred thousand dollars. You can't buy a house now for three hundred thousand dollars unless you move to I one where you want to live in, in yeah. Indiana. <laughs> well, maybe Hillsdale, Indiana has castles worth three hundred thousand dollars. Do we think that castle was moved over brick by brick from like Ireland? It, it's an impressive house. It's, it's very it impressive. Cool. Why? So why in the middle of Indiana does this place exist? Period. Not only that, it's like six houses down from where Preston's from where family lives. is. Right. And they never alluded to, you know, this specific, you know, uh, King Arthur castle until just now. He never rode by it earlier and looked at it and went, oh, one day I want to live there. No, he just yeah. outright just bought it on the way back home from the bank. <laughs> it would have been, honestly, it would have been so awesome if, like, here, here's how we fix the movie. So if as he's walking his busted up bike home after Evil McBad <laughs> runs it over with his car, um, if he has to walk by that house, he's like, oh, someday. Yes, <laughs> with his busted up bicycle and bike. all of his going I mean, home he, to he his rides, mean parents. He rides by it early, but when he gets home with the busted bike, this is before the million dollars. His parents are so mad that someone ran over his bike, and not his fault at all. Not, no, they're yeah. mad at him that someone yeah. almost <laughs> hit him with a car, killed him. <laughs> Uh, may I interject and, and mention, you know, uh, he made a list for his birthday. Yeah. And the, what was the first thing that he said? He wanted to off his brothers. Yes. So when he gets this uh, this money and gets a blank check and, and, and gets a million dollars, the first thing he does is buy the house. He doesn't offer to kill his That's brothers. True. He goes which, right to number two. He, yeah, he should have gone to number one. And this movie would have been way more awesome if that was the case. He should have offered the villain the money back, <laughs> but you just have to kill my brothers in exchange. If Everyone would have gotten all. away happily. If he had told Tone Loke to, hey, I'll give you money back if, you know, you, you off these two idiots and give them, you know, the, the the all the pertinent information. And the rest of the movie is Tone Loke trying to chase behind these two goofballs. 
That would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is where we get to meet uh, Henry, the limo driver, who was given $1,000 immediately by Preston. And we get our first montage of Preston going out to buy things and his growing relationship with Henry, a man in his 30s. No Matt, one I'm ever questions you, this. No ever. one. It says, no one says this is weird. Nothing at all. It says right here in my notes, all caps with an exclamation point, fashion montage. <laughs> <laughs> I love. He buys is clothes. He is 12 I years old. I love it. I love it. I 12 love year old boys montage. don't care about clothes. No. He they does. care about bikes and you know, whatever it is I cared about when I was 12. Generally not clothes. Do you have any t-shirts, cool t-shirts I wanted when I was 12? Oh, I mean, but like he's buying suits, tailored oh, suits for a child. Now he, now he, honestly, he's doing the the forty one year old version of what I would be doing. Which is like, let's, go buy, let's go buy wacky clothes and then an inflatable <laughs> boxing ring and go karts. Uh, the song playing because uh, this was very important to me for montage songs. Uh, Money, which is originally performed by the Beatles, but this yeah. version is performed by Zendetta, and it is the most overzealous version of a classic yeah. Beatles song. Wow, I can't I I can't believe Blank Check managed to get Zendaya for this. No, Zendetta, <laughs> not Zendaya. Zendetta. Sorry? Zendetta. Like oh. Vendetta but with a Z. Oh, oh Venom. Yeah. I get it. Zendetta. I get it. Is Eminem in this? That'd be cool. No, but MCM is. Who is that? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> uh so on the way home from the shopping experience, Preston sees Shay jogging at night uh in the street. Just- just coincidentally, listen, I know movies are all just big coincidences to be able to wrap up in 90 minutes to three hours. It's all big, one big coincidence from the start of the movie to the end. I get it. This, a little bit too much of a coincidence. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, no. it's kind of creepy. Yeah. Uh, so the next day, a bunch of things are being delivered to Preston. If anybody would like to just jump in and just describe some of the things, uh, the pallets being delivered to their uh, Preston's new house, please go ahead. Dude, his he gets... All of the he basically he's doing the thing that we all dreamed of doing as a kid. He's getting all the best toys. He's getting all the new tech. But he's, he's getting, getting like, like multiple things of like the of one thing. Chips you're, Ahoy, Oreos. Yeah, you, you don't need he's that spending many cookies. so much more than a million. Watch yourself, first of all. <laughs> I would love if someone just delivered a pallet of Oreos and the Chips Ahoy to my Chris, house. Give me a second here. Let me just. Matt, if you send me literally one Oreo cookie, I will sing your praises forever. <laughs> um, but like, no, it's like he's spending so much more than a million dollars. First of all, three hundred thousand out the gate is gone That's plus it. fees. Then he went, I'm going to say plus. I'm going to say he conservatively spent at least like fifty grand out shopping for clothes, clothes right? and toys, like the Super Soaker clothes fight inside the Sharper Yeah. <laughs> Plus, he had to rent out the sharper image for that, I'm assuming. Right. You can't just walk in there and do it. You'd be arrested. Not in this movie, clearly. What's funny is the idea of Blank Check as a movie is it's that thing we all dreamed about as kids, except this movie does the thing we dreamed about as kids in a montage and then surrounds it with 84 minutes of story. (laughs) <laughs> that doesn't really add up so like Creepy the story. part yeah the part the part that is the kid dream stuff that we would think would be the entirety of the movie is kind of this little montage toward Condense, the middle of yes the film. <laughs> and everything else is like oh we got to figure out a way to get this child and this fbi agent re- together romantically oh, you're like what oh oh that yeah that was wow uh-huh let's go back to the bad parenting um 
his father comes out while they're delivering stuff for Mr. McIntosh is the name of the person that yes. owns all the yes. it's Preston. Uh his father's Macintosh. Mr. Macintosh, but to face. Uh his father's fine with him working for this man he's never met. Just yeah. this adult male he's never met. He's okay yeah. with just getting Bro. money in and yeah. Yeah. capitalists are gonna capitalist. Yeah, <laughs> child labor. <laughs> this movie's about child labor. Um we get a montage of him playing uh, all the games and all the things, and I want to I want to point out uh, it is a cover of "I Want Candy" by the oh. British new wave band Bow Wow Wow. Oh, not not That's, the rapper Bow Wow. Not the this is before Lil Bow Wow. Probably wasn't even born yet. Yeah. Oh, so this is so Bow Wow. So, so that so Fair. Bow Wow Wow is Bow Wow's dad. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. I, that's hey wrestling news site that's what we're saying right now yes <laughs> put that out there Rumor so Pentago says the band bow wow wow is actually <laughs> lil bow wow's father biological father yep that's it find out more this weekend on collision <laughs> <laughs> i'll sneak that in somewhere <laughs> <laughs> please do um so the preston and shay I continue this weird conversation. Henry the limo driver. Hero. Sorry, I'm I'm jumping ahead a little bit. He opens his, Shay comes by to see Mr. McIntosh and uh, Preston gives her $200 for the account. And they're going to go on a date together. And Mr. also, McIntosh yeah, asks her out on a date. And <sighs> Shay, an adult who works for the federal government, is like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's go. Nothing creepy about this. And then they proceed to have the most romantic date in the history of film. But that's they after... run through. Go ahead. That's Sorry. Like, that's after Henry gives Preston on dating advice because Henry is quote unquote the Babe Meister. This eight-year-old Babe tell Meister. It's a '90s movie because someone called himself the Babe Meister. <laughs> that is the most Wait, you '90s guys... line. Wait, ever you guys don't in do a that movie. Not oh. anymore. I mean, I used oh, to. In that's the how 90s. I talk myself up in the morning. <laughs> I stare in the mirror, have a cup of coffee. Well, you're the Babe Meister today. <laughs> Today's babe your Meister. day, Babe Meister. <laughs> yeah. I believe in you, Babe Meister. Let's get also, out there and do this thing. <laughs> have, uh, Sir Pentacle, if you can, on TV, just have someone say Babe Meister. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna write this down because I'm gonna have someone say Babe Meister. If you if you can find a if you can find a way to get Tony Schiavone to call you the Babe Meister, uh, you know what? Uh, it it doesn't now, even have to be on television. It is now in my uh, my weekly uh, notes that I uh, whenever I have a good idea for TV, I write stuff down, and I, I just wrote it, it down. <laughs> Nyla Rose is not a Babe Meister. Put that on a shirt. That's right. Put that on a T-shirt. Sorry, Nyla. <laughs> Just answer your DMs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, are are we up to the date? Let's the just go right Meister's to the date, date because there's a bunch there's a bunch of BS in between. Let's just it's so romantic, very which is romantic. weird because and, and it's correct an me FBI if I'm wrong. agent and a tiny child. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't there like a a oh, they get really close to each other? Oh yeah. yeah. Their oh, faces yeah. Well, and get then, and really close. He well, because he takes her to run through the fountain. Yeah. And she chases that's... him. He chases him through the map fountain. I'll have and you know that I've been on plenty of dates, at least three. At least three. And okay. At least three. And that's good. not once have I seen a fountain go, it's a good idea to get all like wet and uncomfortable on this date. Sure, yeah. let's do that. 
I haven't done that on a date. However, I have been with friends at Universal City Walk in Hollywood. Okay. That's and okay. there is a fountain there in front of the Abercrombie yeah. pitch that I've definitely run through. There, However, there a... I haven't done it, been like, aren't we an adorable couple adult? I'm eight. <laughs> yes. See, there's there's a fountain at Universal City Walk in Orlando. And yeah. every time I go, there are children, you know, running through there. I'm like, oh, look how adorable. I'd never seen an adult, you know, going, hey, Wait. you want to get some yogurt later? Like, S small oh, sidetrack. Are, are, are you a City Walk fan, Serpentico? I am a City Walk fan. I actually visited City Walk in uh, um, Hollywood uh, a few weeks ago. Oh, Very nice. different from the Orlando one. It's pretty cool. So different. It's so I do small. enjoy that that park is pretty much built on the side of a mountain. So half yeah. the park is up top, and you take a few trams all the way down. It's great. Really cool. Yeah. Matt, mm -hmm. City uh Universal Studios Hollywood is so bizarre because it's still the Universal Studios lot, like production lot. I've been but to the half... Florida or the Orlando one or whatever for yeah, the Orlando one is all built on one level. No, we've never been to a theme park together. It's disgusting. Um, but in Hollywood, you have to take like five giant escalators this to get wild. To down to half the theme park. It's on like the side the of Jurassic a Park and Transformers rides. <laughs> you have to take a series of escalators known as it's the all Star the way on the ground. <laughs> it's bizarre. It's so bizarre. God, I feel like we went together, but maybe that that might have been Star Wars Celebration, and I was by myself covering that. And yeah, I just I went to that. Universal with a couple like other journalists. Matt you Fowler, should come down. Actually. We can go to we can go to ET. It's the best ride. I want to point out we've said it before already, but Preston is twelve. That's what I believe. It's kind of oh, set he's twelve. By by the end of the movie, you kind of figure out he's twelve. Karen oh, Duffy's character eight. of Shay, I believe. I'm going to say generously. She's in her thirties. Between she's not twelve, right? I'd say like thirty. She's going to point out there. So thirty is not twelve. Just want to put it out. 30, 30 That's is not true. 12. Okay. In fact, 12 plus 12 is still less than 30. So <laughs> there is no way this can be figured out in which this might be sort of okay. Even also, we... how many lawsuits are going to come as a result of this? Exactly. <laughs> even if we even if we look at uh, when he becomes 18, she's 38. And I know you can have older, younger relationships, but at 18 to 38 is still to me super inappropriate i'll say matt the their final scene together uh, obviously it's jumping ahead but like yeah. it was just chit-chatting their final scene together they negotiate on how many years has to pass before he can call six years and they settle on six years <sighs> and at the time i thought he was eight so i was like karen duffy he will be 14 <laughs> that's, that's why i say disgusting. he's 12 disgusting because but like so he'll be 18 and she'll be 38 yeah that's totally cool and not weird at all that's not, I don't know, grooming. Yeah. <laughs> it's grooming. It's child grooming. By the federal government. <laughs> by the by the FBI. The FBI. How is she not is, arrested by her own FBI agent? The FBI is grooming this child to catch an imaginary billionaire. That dude in the van listening in isn't going, huh? This is something about this is weird. Something is weird. Maybe I should intervene. Instead, he's like, no, no, no you know what? Kiss, she should that. go on a date with him. That makes sense. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, when they're like, "We don't even know if we're gonna be able to catch Macintosh." Well, if that fails, then <laughs> grab the eight-year-old. We'll rest him. Yeah, it's like we'll Jesus hold him for Christ. six years at least. Everybody <laughs> hates this kid. I, except Karen Duffy. Karen yeah. Duffy is wildly into him. And Henry, Henry, the limo driver, wildly Smith. into him. 
Henry's the only person in this entire movie that's not a scumbag. No, I think he is a little bit because he hangs out constantly with a 12-year-old. And it just feels... Like it's for work. He's being paid to babysit, to drive. He's being paid to drive him around. And there's so many scenes where, like, they're playing basketball. And he's, like, lifting up Preston in a way where I'm like, unless you're related or, like, an uncle... (laughs) Like it feels inappropriate, and even then, <laughs> yeah. And you know, we're, we're not going to talk. I about don't like. The, uh... I don't like this anti-Henry agenda that seems to be going on here. Are we going to uh, discuss this uh, seven-gallon uh, uh, tub of ice cream <laughs> yes. that shows up what twice in the movie? The garbage pill of ice cream yeah. from Hagen Doss. Number one, I am lactose intolerant, so when I saw this tub of ice cream show up, Mike, number one, that's disgusting. Yeah, there's no way you can eat through this before it turns into nah. like milk putty. Nah, and number so two, good. like what if you do eat a little bit of it, you're still gonna go into sugar coma. And then what happens, Henry? What is that real do, with Henry? You. I'll be real with you. I wanted to dunk my head into that thing. <laughs> like if someone brings me a bucket filled with an ice cream sundae, I'm 100 going to attempt <laughs> to dunk my head into it just so I can be like, I dunked my head into a bucket of ice cream. Life goal achieved. I like it. I like a man Let's with go. goals. Hell yeah. That's that's because also, he- but also I have very specific thoughts on what an ice cream <laughs> sundae would be. And I'll say this, sure. they were both wrong. Yeah. It just looked like a bunch of ice cream with a bunch of whipped cream piled on top of it. There's so yeah. much more to a sundae. <laughs> but there, it's so much different because Henry got it for him, and Henry has S T Y L E style. Okay. That's true. It's okay. it's that's said twice. I I I, I yeah. Uh, Preston adds two more things to his list. Uh, girlfriend and biggest birthday party ever in the history of birthday yes. parties. Sweet 16, get out of here. We're talking about Mr. McIntosh's birthday slash Preston. You know what so, you need <laughs> for a birthday party, right, Matt? Random adults? <laughs> no, you need a party planner. The oh, greatest party oh, planner the of greatest. all time. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a horrible, horrible person she was. <laughs> she takes $10,000 from him as a deposit right off the bat. <laughs> Of she, a child. she takes it she takes it out of his backpack so not only like she's, what she's a thief we clearly see the first thing we see of her like well she's she's unscrupulous <laughs> a big word for a whatever day it is today <laughs> almost everyone around preston surrounding him in his life is awful to him except they just for want something from Ex- him you know <laughs> yeah i hate almost everything about preston's millionaire life I also, it also, it makes me hate him. Like when I saw him playing in his inflatable boxing ring, I hated him. (laughs) Shadow boxing with his giant gloves. I'm an adult and I still don't have one of those. And I thought my life would be in a very different place by now. Wait, did you want one? I still want one. (laughs) I had a wrestling match once in an inflatable house. Listen Uh, up, new sites. Not yet. You win. Uh, not we, went o- we went over, bro. We're gonna keep continue this talk later about that. But <laughs> I'll have you know, not as fun as it seems. Really? Oh no, it, God! Everything, no. everything hurts way more because your neck is landing in in precarious positions where they should your your ankles shouldn't move the way they do in there. Your neck shouldn't move the way it does in there. It feels uh, that feels one hundred percent DDT pro or oh absolutely GCW. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, but beware it's gonna hurt a lot more than a regular match <laughs> that's the scoop 
That's a scoop. also <laughs> also uh, same thing with roller skates as an adult. It's so much harder on your feet than when you're a kid. It is. It is. That, I that tried is skateboarding true. with my son uh, over the summer, and uh, I was afraid I was going to break my knees when I tried to ollie or pop shove it. Uh, and I, Matt, yeah. you you know this. Last year, I built a skateboard to get back into skateboarding because I haven't since I was a teen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nikki is get, was getting into roller skating. I was like, well, I need something. I'm going to build a skateboard and reteach myself how to ride a skateboard. <laughs> and then uh, I fell down so hard that I was in pain for two months. Yeah. Welcome I like, I, 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 I definitely knocked my hip way out of alignment. <laughs> I was just like hobble. And like Nikki was on the other side of where it was, it was nighttime. We were in an empty, just freshly paved parking lot. And all Nikki heard was like the skateboard go, oh, and oh then, yeah come on <laughs> lean forward don't lean back That's and then it was just me going like i'm wrestling fine. too yeah, <laughs> wrestling. Yeah. lean forward don't lean, lean back. forward never lean back yep Cut uh, that chin let's talk about this party for mr mcintosh the birthday party serpentigo what is the first thing that popped out to you wrong about this party aside from everything uh i mean uh it, it did this is the the one time in the movie where i did feel bad for uh uh, uh, this little, uh, this little child, millionaire mm-hmm. child. I mean, he's all alone, you know. Uh, nobody came to his party, which, to be fair, kind of his fault. Yeah. Um. Uh. I, but I don't remember specifics of this party because I think by the time this part of the movie came on, I was so incensed with how inappropriate it is. <laughs> uh, the entire movie, where I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. get, 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 let's get through this section so you know we can go back to. The real problem, which is, you know, the, the creepy FBI agent and the, the fugitive that, you know, no one cares that is apparently missing from jail and yeah. no one gives a crap about. I I rewatched the end of this movie today yeah. before this recording. And it, this party planner is terrible. Because Very she, bad. She planned a party that she would want to go to, not a party that Preston and Mr. McIntosh would want to go to. I remember when they went to the food, he's like, there's not even pizza. And they had like weird artisan burned bread instead. And it was I like, wrote down things at that lame. table. At that table, there was that, that bread. Uh, there was sliced peppers and mm, weird mushrooms. Every kid's favorite. Every <laughs> ki- Oh yeah, because Henry did the mushroom eating my face joke and Preston was like, stop being lame. We're grownups at a grown-up party or something like that. <laughs> with a, with an <laughs> orchestra playing in the background. <laughs> God, it looked like such a... But like, that a house has never mismatched a party more. No, not at all. There should be like the kid has The kid has Disneyland in his backyard. And they're like, well, we got some really good French onion uh, croquette, soup croquettes, yes. past hors d'oeuvres. It's, it, the no alcohol? Was- uh, there was a bar. They mentioned that the bar is closed. Oh, but there's so all no. these oh, okay. people. Well, they care about children's safety. I get it. And there's people drinking champagne. Sure. But there are so many adults there that have never met Preston before. The guy guarding the uh, present table for Mr. McIntosh doesn't know who Preston is and tells the kid to go pi- find his parents and beat it. <laughs> the rudest <laughs> man in the movie. Not, not, don't don't so, just get lost. Go find your parents. And then get lost, <laughs> meaning you either have to get lost with them or tell your parents, I have to leave now and you have to disappear forever. Um, uh, go ahead. So question for you guys. So uh, yeah. have you ever gone to a party for someone you don't know? Yes. No. 
I've, I've, I don't know. I've never, right. Cause I, I would feel awkward and, you know, go and show up into like, Oh, Hey, happy uh, something. I guess you're celebrating something. Yeah. Heck yeah. Where's your food? I'm going to go eat it. I don't know. I, uh, I avoid the, I avoid the person I've avoided the person that the party is for like the plague. Okay. That makes sense. That, that I get that. That's a good strategy. That is very true. But all these adults showing up to this castle. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, what's your end game? Rose, <laughs> you want to meet Macintosh? Meet Mac, <laughs> don't we all? Wait, did you, I, Sir Pentacles? You just call him Big Mac because I'm into that. I think, I think from now on, he's gonna be called Big Mac. Big yes. Mac. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> did I, can I tell you? Did I tell you about the Big Mac in Brazil, Matt? No, please. Let's take a sidetrack for this, oh, please. So this. they, so they have, they have a. First of all, the beef patties are completely different in Brazil than they are in the states. They're not wet the way mcdonald's beef is wet if you yeah. know what i mean and they don't have that seasoning that mcdonald's seasoning but they have a variety of big macs because they have the single the duplo the, the up to four patties of beef in okay. a big mac with bacon as well it's a lot yeah it's called and it's called the big mac duplo which in my mind i thought at first was like a lego collab because of duplos because i'm a dumb american who forgot about the language barrier different languages me and yeah. so i don't as it turns out i don't speak portuguese not at all uh, <laughs> not at all you think well, i want to pick be your some goal up for the end of 2023 you got three weeks no i'm good i mean i learned <laughs> duplo means four I think. there you go maybe uh this party is being shut down by yvonne because uh Preston doesn't have the $100,000 to pay her. Um, this did not look like a $100,000 party, especially when in the world of this movie, a million dollars can buy you literally everything. Yes. This party does not seem worth $100,000 at all, especially no. since you already paid a $10,000 down payment. Well, uh, you, uh, stolen $10,000 down payment. Yeah. Technically, technically yeah. stolen out of the kid's backpack. Are you telling me this party is worth one third of this house? I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> and you overpaid for this house. This house was going for what, 160? Are you telling me that the party is 100,000, but the asking price for the house was 160? The party's almost worth as much as the original pricing of the house. No. Which That's is stupid. That's which, dumb. In that economy, <laughs> what a good economy! Yeah. Also, right? also, he had he only had three hundred dollars left in his account. You could have easily been like the part. The bill for the party is twenty five thousand dollars, and had the exact same reaction, and <laughs> yes. it wouldn't have seemed so ludicrous. I want to point out something about that scene because I zoomed in on one of the. There's numerous computer screens in the room where he realizes three hundred dollars. If you look at the computer screen to his left, there is a chart for uh, like stocks and trading. And yes. below, in uh, a green bar in black writing, it says insider trading. <gasps> yeah. Preston. Huh. That's against the law, Preston. So many laws are broken in this movie. This entire movie is against the law, apparently. Exactly. No one's safe. Every crime is committed. Everything is being committed, but no one's doing anything about it. Don't <laughs> worry. After a montage of being chased home alone style with preston beating up the bad guys uh the fbi comes in with shay 
And... Well, no, but even before that, he gets ch- they literally chase him through the park, attempting to murder him with a car. That's like scenes ago. That's like half an hour prior. No, I know, but like that's wild to me. Like adult, the whole point of this movie is adults are not good. <laughs> like across the board, adults are lying to you and want you dead, and they want your Even money. Shay, the super pretty girl. She just want your money. She can make they want a your, bust. They want your backpack full of money that you bring everywhere with you. <laughs> Even though all the money was put into a bank account earlier. Yeah, but now it's all. Cash no, I think he own. only put two hundred into the bank account. Okay. Oh yeah, to open the account. Right? How much he needed? No, yeah. no, no, no. There's a scene where a secretary for Mr. McIntosh brings all the money to the bank, and Shay sees sees that it's marked bills. I believe it says under a blue, uh, like a blue light, marked. Oh God. <laughs> Just so the viewers God. at home really know what's going on. This movie Heck sucks. Yeah uh Heck i yeah. love it but this movie sucks yeah so quickly being confronted by the fbi understands that like preston has built this new identity of mr mcintosh and quickly's gonna take over and quickly says i'm mr mcintosh and shay and the fbi say you're under arrest and so are your friends this is after <laughs> they also attempt to kill preston again yes in the in the house and preston uses virtual reality as a weapon against the bank president <laughs> 1994 we got johnny mnemonic out virtuosity yeah. let's virtual yeah. kill someone. and also like the virtual reality is less virtual reality and more of like we put goggles on his head and then put like a winamp visualizer on the television <laughs> and then just obnoxious sounds and that's it and like yeah, all right well like like enjoy seizures. burner <laughs> hell yeah your seizures and stuff sure uh so Shay's real name in real life is still Shay. So she's undercover using her That's real name at the bank. Listen. <laughs> There's no vetting the new employees. How, if your job for the Federal Bureau of Investigation is to go undercover mm-hmm. to, to, you and know, seduce a 12 year old. Well, okay, and seduce a 12 year old. I don't think that's part of the job description. It just happened okay. naturally. It's just, There's, it's just her shit. That's, that's her specialty. There's so much chemistry, you know? Um, <laughs> and you, you apparently come up with your own alias and go, eh, my name's fine. It's fine. It's, no one's gonna. No one's gonna notice. It's okay. It's so, it's the equivalent of Clark Kent Superman just putting glasses over your head and going, "All right, well, no one's gonna notice me. It's I'm different. I'm also going by the name Superman now. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> name is also Superman Kent. So, <laughs> um, and then Shay, uh, they talk about going on a date. Uh, six years. They kiss. Not like a yeah a open no, mouth. Yeah. Kiss, but no, 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 no. She kisses him. Yes. They don't kiss. This adult says, "Call me when you're 14 or whatever," and then kisses him on the lips. On the lips. She what? is going to have to go through so many classes after this. Back at FBI headquarters in Quantico, I'm. I guess I don't yeah, know sure. where FBI is from. What? That sounds like an FBI. Um. It's unsettling. I wrote something that I found to be profound, and I want you to tell me what you think about this. Mm -hmm. It just says, money is Preston's prison. He thought money was the key to his freedom away from everything, and then he got all the money and was still alone in his stupid inflatable boxing ring all by himself. 
I think we come to that realization when Preston gets home uh, and his family has a cake for him singing happy birthday and he has a new bike. That's his relief. Oh, you mean the cake that had conservatively 39 candles on it? <laughs> Maybe that's the whole thing all, all along is that Preston's turning 39. <laughs> So the maybe, maybe it's, him and Shay it's is fine. A, a Benjamin Button type thing. All I saw was candles all over this cake. Fair, and fair. then he blew them all out except for one and then blew it out. And what did he wish for? To get with the lady cop. That's he right. sees a picture of her on the wall. He's like, I know what I'm wishing for. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Weird. That's, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> I mean, just a little bit. Also, when Henry and Preston say goodbye, it's maybe the most emotional scene in the movie, and not in a good way, in kind of a weird way. Well, thanks for the job. I guess I... I'm back to being an unemployed limo driver now. Was... Thanks for making up a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, thanks for lying to me for the past, you know, however long this movie lasted. Two, six three days. Weeks. This six days Everything days. in this movie, they say, happens over six freaking days. It's... Listen, it's... Yeah, go ahead. It's so unrealistic to have all that stuff delivered, you know, uh, picked, shopped, delivered to your house and installed in six days. I'm sorry. There's yeah. no way. I'm Amazon, still for Yeah. Amazon promises two-day shipping in our new world, and even still things take way too long. <laughs> I call it the Jingle All the Way effect, where Jingle All the Way takes place technically over the course of 12 hours. We're like, Arnold Schwarzenegger comes home, wakes up the next morning, and does all the things within a span of three hours. And it's like Christmas Eve, <laughs> but it's a three hour movie or what an hour and a half movie. Right. But like you follow, it's almost real time 24 style. And <laughs> blank check is six days and it feels like a month. It does. It does feel like a month with, you know, it, uh, man, this movie sucks. <laughs> do you want to, do, can I, I, I looked up some fun facts about our leading man, Brian Bosnall. Ooh, oh, please, please. What's he up to now? Heck yeah. Uh, well, in, in 2007, he was arrested on a charge of assaulting his girlfriend. Oh. Uh, and then he, uh, in 2009, he was arrested for third-degree assault and failure to appear in connection with the 2007 assault. Oh, boy. Uh, and then Jeez. in 2010, he was arrested on charges of using uh, cannabis in violation of his probation. They have that one's uh, not that's as a, bad. That's not, that's, no, that's, yeah. a, that's not wrong. But... but <laughs> Uh, Wait, which state does he it? live in? That's what it matters. Well, uh, I believe Indiana? he lives in. Bol I, I believe Ugh. he lives in the Boulder, Colorado region now. Uh, he cleaned. He got sober after his legal troubles. He's now married with a kid. He sings in a bunch of what look like not very good bands. Wait, is he married uh, to Karen Duffy? No, oh, no, he's married to some great. other. He's married to some other woman, and they both have a bunch of tattoos. And also, Blank Check was his last movie. Yeah. He Man, did like this... 78 episodes of the TV show Family Ties as the littlest Keaton. Yeah. And then Blank Check broke broke him. He was done. So you're saying this movie ruined a great part of his life? Probably. Wow. Because he got everything he wanted he... in a movie. And when he was 12. He reached the pinnacle. How and... much but how much fun was this show this movie to make? Because like, look at the set. The set oh, is just yeah. this big oh, yeah. house with a cool backyard. Just, like just played around for however long it took. I bet him and Henry goofed around a bunch. I bet he got a real crush on Karen Duffy, and Karen Duffy was like, "No, stop! Yeah. It's gross." <laughs> Don't she call goes me, the director. I told you this would happen. This always happens. 
<laughs> Anytime Karen Duffy's in a movie, the person co-starring super crush. Someone gets a crush, and then they have to, she has to break their heart. Yeah, Karen's like, no, like we are working. This is inappropriate. I'm. We are co-workers. Please leave me alone, John. I'm in my thirties. Karen Duffy is now sixty-one years old. Wait, really? Yeah, she is sixty-one years old. Uh, she's written two books about her experience of living with chronic pain. Oh. She has sarcoidosis. I don't know uh, what that is. Which, I, I could it, not. It affects uh, yeah, I don't the know brain and it affects the brain and spinal cord. Okay. Uh, she that wrote sucks. the best-selling memoir, "Model Patient: My Life as an Incurable Wise Ass." Perfect. Uh, that's pretty funny. And and then <laughs> uh, her second book is called "Backbone: Living with Chronic Pain Without <laughs> Turning into One." That's funny. <laughs> She's, I get it. She still looks Karen Duffy. Yeah, like. Good for her. I mean, with with the obstacles put in front of her, good for her. And kudos on being an accomplished writer. I'd like yeah. to do that someday. Well, we all we all want to do it someday. I would love to write stuff. <laughs> Nyla Rose sucks. <laughs> Nyla sucks. Yeah. Ooh, man! If I ever get a book you should deal, write at the end of should, my career that one chapter. You should write fan fiction. You should write fan fiction about all about how serpentico beats nyla rose for the aew championship it's fan fiction so that can happen that i have seven days off coming up i i I need something to to do so i think sounds like someone has their holiday plans all lined up oh perfect (laughs) alternatively there's like a lot of new stuff going on in Fortnite, so you could probably play that too no i I like the first one you said better Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> guess someone won't fiction. be guess someone won't be dropping with me in the in the, onto the island. Just it's just you because I'm playing Minecraft with my son. Sorry. Um, there is a Lego Fortnite that just came out. That's I'm, true, I'm, Matt. I'm curious to check that out. I started playing it last night. It's a lot yeah. of fun. Is it? I might I yeah. might check this for it's, oh, it's no, very it's it it's it's very Minecrafty and but your 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 characters your avatars are Lego mini pigs. Heck is it yeah. free? Yes, yeah. it is. Okay, so then, is it on Switch yes. as well as PC? Yeah. All right, so I can oh. pl- cross-platform with my son on that. Also, go. Matt, they're also today they're launching mine, mine or Fortnite Racing, which is like Fortnite Mario Kart, and that's also free. And then tomorrow they're launching Fortnite Festival. They've partnered with Harmonix to bring rock band elements to Fortnite. Oh come on! No, no. all right. I do well. not know if that means you can play it with a guitar yet, but. As you can see, I have my rock band guitar right behind me and ready oh, to be plugged I, into my computer someone, if it's allowed. Someone's going to try something. Chris, If uh, this is a full disclosure podcast. If you are being sponsored by Fort, Forkknife, you have to say it. You have a I wish. Know. Are you kidding me? If Fortnite would pay me to, to say anything, that'd be great. Because as it stands, <laughs> I give them money. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I, would, I would talk about Fortnite in exchange for free skins of like Will Smith and whatnot. Yeah. Which is still my favorite skin. I the Ninja Turtles are coming to Fortnite this season. What? That's uh, the did, big rumor. Did did you get the uh, the buff uh, Peter Griffin? No, I don't nah. like Family Guy. <laughs> but I think I, I think it's a part of the battle pass. So I'll I'll eventually uh, have it against my it. will. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll net. Will I use it? Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't understand it. <laughs> I think I think that's where we end it uh serpentico thank you for coming on oh thank you for inviting me oh yeah you're because i asked you because chris and i had planned on doing this for a while and last time we did an interview i'm like 
hey, do you want to come on and talk about blank check? And your, I believe your response was absolutely. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. So any other movie you guys want me to, to scour and view and shake my head at, I will definitely do it. They're all going to be bad. Well, Perfect. I was going to I was going to make you do an audio commentary for me, Matt. Oh, yeah. for Airborne. Oh, I love Airborne. The the amazing early '90s rollerblading teens movie. <laughs> Seth Green, Jack Black, and then the lead character. Shane McDermott. Oh, who I followed. I I follow on Instagram. He lives in Texas now and is like an art gallerist and like still talks about Airborne. And I'm like, oh, I know yeah. this is I know this is for me specifically because nobody else remembers this movie. Uh so that's it for this week's episode. We've already done plugs at the beginning because doing plugs at the end, people have hitting stop right now oh you should like and subscribe uh to this podcast and also my podcast big kid on apple and spotify mm-hmm. you should follow my hey i have i have a Substack, hainerland.substack.com um i'm trying to update it more make sure I already to read did the pl- I'm serpentico's sorry, fan fiction it's yeah bad. it'll be out sometime this week i don't know it'll where ao ao3.org slash serpentico.html Check Twitter. You'll 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 probably see something. Just start a substack. <laughs> on it. No, no. Just just do a just do a series of tweets in one really long thread. That's how people. That's what people like about Twitter. Yeah. When, when the threads just keep going. When they can and read going a book. A book on their phone. Yeah, I like this. All right, that sounds great. You heard that wrestling news site? Serpentico's <laughs> fan fiction on Twitter. Also, I would like. I will volunteer if you need someone to record the audiobook for you. Ooh. I can play Nyla Rose or Serpentico or Heck yeah. <laughs> you know I'll, what? We'll, we'll have to talk. It. Yes, this sounds there great. I love this already. Business ventures uh, happening on podcast. I like oh, it. Oh, we're hand and foot uh, incorporated. <laughs> hand and foot. Hand, hand and, and foot. foot. <laughs> Butt to face. <laughs> See you next week. See you. Hey, thanks once again to Serpentico for coming on to this very silly show. Make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know what you do. You're your own person. While we're at it, subscribe for free on Patreon or pay me money, but I prefer you do it for free. I feel guilty when people pay me to listen to podcasts and write things when it's all free for the time being. Opening and closing music by The Muggles. Singer Tom Wanderer. Bassist. Andrew Arts, guitarist Will Ash, drummer Matt Elfring. You can go to muggles.bandcamp.com and get this whole album on vinyl. What do you know? It contains our studio album, which you can kind of hear a song in the background right now, and a four track demo recording we made in my parents' basement 20 years ago. That's right, the studio recording and the demo are 20 years old, and it came out. 2023. I like the album. I'm pretty proud of it. Anyway, we will see you next week on Casual Yelling. One more episode under the old banner, uh, the old podcast. Then it officially becomes Casual Yelling. Exciting stuff. See you next week. <laughs>